and welcome back to another episode of the Miles Offside podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nothing. My name is Chuck Bailey. You join me once again for one of our pre-season podcast specials. And this week is a, is a bit of an interesting one because um, we're not talking just one team, uh, but two teams. And the reason for that is because I wanted to introduce you guys to a fantastic couple that I know, uh, bloody lovely people. Please welcome Welcome, uh, Aidan and Helen. How are you guys? Yeah, we're good, thank you. Good, thank you. Good, good. It's great to have you on. Um, why don't you tell the listeners uh, the teams you support slash endure um, so they can mentally prepare themselves <laughs> for the thrill ride we're about to go on? Endure is, is definitely the word. Uh, yes, I, I, I support Everton, unfortunately. I can't really say anything more than that, can I? It's definitely unfortunate at the moment. <laughs> and how about yourself, Aidan? Uh, I'm a West Ham fan and, um, yeah, looking forward to another one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, interestingly, obviously, you, you have just uh, had a child, um, eight months old at the minute. Um, how are you raising her? <laughs> What's the intention? Uh, Who's winning this argument at the minute? So, well, Aidan's family is uh, much more football orientated than mine, and mm-hmm. he has uh, two nephews that are much older uh, than our little girl. Um, so, we have hand me downs already right. from his side of the family. So, <laughs> unfortunately, I have I've already had to call Childline because she has been photographed in West Ham tops at the age of eight months already um, so yeah. I don't think I'm going to get much of a look in unfortunately I think she is going to end up being a West Ham fan which at the moment is probably the better choice of two so not yeah. interesting too much it's very interesting for a mum to call Childline about their own child yeah. I mean uh, well, it had to be done didn't it it's, it's child abuse at that age I'm just sitting here very smug <laughs> yeah I think so I think it's what's interesting is that we've had conversations about this in the past is I guess up until the latest divergence um, you could say West Ham and Everton were very much competing for the same types of prizes definitely um, I think it was fighting for the best of the rest really wasn't it um, yeah but or it's, mid-table well, obscurity. It's, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Because it's like you were really good and fighting for the best of the race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were sort of at the bottom, sort of fighting for our lives. And in a couple of seasons, it's kind of gone the other way. And yeah. yeah. It's quite a violent swing. I mean, if we, uh, if we go back about two seasons, I mean, for, for you, Helen, uh, as an Everton fan, you know, you had Ancelotti, you just bought a load of exciting players, things were looking really well, and I, I think there was a legitimate conversation about hitting that seventh spot, right? Yeah, and the, I mean, obviously when Ancelotti came in, it was it was really exciting, he was a proven manager mm-hmm. for once, and like we were hoping it was going to be the the start of great things, I think after a lot of misfiring for a lot of years, spending a lot of money on mm-hmm. has been players that should have been awesome and then got to us and it never realised mm-hmm. um, but then he obviously left very abruptly which yeah. pissed me off quite a lot didn't it I think yeah. I had quite a lot of 
rants because in my like I understand why you went, but then yeah. also you you've already proved yourself at the big clubs. Yeah. So if you actually want to prove yourself to be as good a manager as everybody's saying, take on the challenge. And we were, we yeah. were a mess. And if he'd have sorted us out and got us, you know, up into Europe spots, then yeah. he would have truly proved that he is one of the best managers. Whereas I feel like he just took a cop out and went back mm-hmm. to a club that was already good. And mm-hmm. like, well, well done. You've made a good club. Yeah. Good still. Great, yeah, well done. Go and, yeah, go and win the Champions League. But... I was going to say, I, uh, yeah, I agree. Say that to his Champions League medal as well. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, you, you are right. No, you, no, you are right. You are right. It's not a challenge. Like, it, it's ridiculous. It's it's like we were talking a bit earlier about the Scottish League. It's like Brendan Rodgers going to Scotland, going to Celtic, when there's not even Rangers in the league. And you're going, oh, he's won like eight, nine on the trot. And you're like... Yeah. Well, of course and? he did. Like, who else was going to win that? Like, no one. Yeah. So it's, it's pointless. Like, yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's a bit of pain, and then obviously, you know, if we take last season as a whole, uh, I guess started off with Benitez. Um, yeah, I did. That was never going to work out, was it? Let's no. be honest. It was never. How, how, how did you feel about that? Because of the Liverpool link. I, indifferent, I think. I think I, I think I was open-minded enough to give it a go. Obviously, again, hmm. he's won, he's won things with Liverpool, hasn't he? And when you're in that much of a mess, I'd take anyone that could have sorted this out. Mm-hmm. Um, but a large part of Everton, which I think is what Frank Lampard's done well, is is the fans and that you know that extra man in the stands and. Right. I think that's pretty much what managed to keep us up last season in the do end you, is because he managed to get him on side and I don't think he, Benitez right. was never going to get that. Yeah, I suppose Benitez was never going to get that. Uh, that that kind of makes sense and it seems like you're one of the few Everton fans who would say that you kind of wanted to treat it with a clean slate. But do you think the the kind of the atmosphere you got at Goodison um, uh, obviously kind of the pinnacle of that sadly had to come at the expense of my Crystal Palace team when we were fucking 2-0 <laughs> up but do you, do you think that happened because of Lampard or kind of in spite of him and, and kind of maybe take that then as the the staying up in, in total I think it was a mix of both um, obviously we, we're pretty well known for being fairly vocal fans anyway and it being mm-hmm. the people's club um, and everything along those lines so we were always going to get behind him yep. and try and keep him up but I think Frank managed it well in to, to like almost put fuel under that fire and yeah. really okay. get it to the level like if you saw the scenes from outside of, of Goodison with all like the whole sky was just blue and it was just like they, I think a couple of the matches had to be delayed because the coaches couldn't get mm-hmm. through and there were stories of like the coaches being rocked and everything because there was that many people um, yep. in the streets welcoming them so you can obviously you can imagine for the players to come out to that it's, it is going to give you um, yeah. a boost so yeah I think it was a mix of both I feel also just a bit Duncan Ferguson love in there as well oh but hugely the pure, yeah. the pure fact of like putting out like beer tokens and stuff into the pubs and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah. one of the games and uh, Duncan got it uh, big dunk he, he gets it 
and sadly he's now gone but um, he gets it and I think he would have told Frank about that kind of thing and I'm Frank sure he knows Everton but like not to the extent of Big Dunk well, no, yeah Big Dunk's got one of the family isn't he? So, yeah. yeah yeah how are you feeling now that he's because he's completely gone now hasn't he yeah, he said he wanted to go be a manager, but I, I don't, I don't blame him. He did got two interim slots. And I think he did, he did really good jobs both times. He did, yeah. And again, you, you're taking over the massive shit show that we are, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, he did all right. But then, it, when you are in a relegation battle, do you do you want that inexperience at the helm? But then, I suppose Frank's not got that much more experience, so mm. I, do, I think it's. I think it's, I understand why they didn't give him the shot the first time, right? Because uh, obviously then Ancelotti came in after that, didn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. But then the second time, I don't think he was ever going to stay after that because it was probably a little bit of a kick in the teeth that you know somebody else relatively inexperienced got it, but they didn't want to give him a go, um, and he wants to be a manager. Um, so yeah, it, gutted, but I think it was probably time for him for him to go. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a shame. I really thought, like genuinely, I thought they may as well have kept him on after Benitez because you just saw, I mean, this often just gets ridiculed a bit in football as as being a way to get through. But you could tell that the desire, the passion, all those buzzwords were there. Mm. And and if if there's someone you're like, you're going to listen to Duncan Ferguson. Oh, well, yeah, because otherwise they'll probably punch you in the face. Probably. I mean, you know... Allegedly. No, no, there's literal uh, prosecutions that have... (laughs) (laughs) We're not not stepping on dangerous ground here, libelously. It happened. Man got arrested on a football pitch. Fantastic. Um, So how about... uh, Let's let's pivot um, briefly to to not get too much into a pity party. Maybe give Helen a bit of a... A breather and a bit of a break, and, and yeah. think, Aidan, how do you how do you feel about um, West Ham last year? Uh, I mean, obviously, it's a fairly successful season. You've got to say, yeah. Really? I mean, I'll start off with the the good bits. We had a great great European uh, run. Mm. Um, Mark Nobles last year, great to see him get to play. Yeah, five Europe. tribute sessions in one game. That was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the man's a legend. Um, it's it's just it's surreal in a way to watch your team be good two years in a trot on mm-hmm. the trot. It's it's weird. I really don't understand it sometimes. I sometimes have to pinch myself and go, <laughs> hang on a second. Like the first year, like we're in the top four for quite a lot of the season, and then the second year we're in like top six, and you still get sitting there every year, every week going, oh, we're going to lose this week. And you're like, you beat Liverpool and, and mm-hmm. people like this. And you're like, what is going on? Yeah. But the sad point to last season was January, just no signings. And when you really need a push to get into that top six and top four, mm-hmm. um, it was a perfect chance to do it. And and we we just didn't get anyone it really feels like now in hindsight you can kind of see what's going on especially with the signings we've made the last couple of days um, but he get, Moisey likes to get stuck on a player and if he doesn't get in that's right, it okay. and I think it was Brozier in January and then Brozier again or Breuer um, uh, again and 
now we've bought Skumaka and and yeah, now I feel positive that he's not doing the same mistakes over yeah. and over again of keep on going for this one player. Mm-hmm. And you, you had the old Jesse Lingard saga uh, as well, obviously, didn't you? Exactly. Yeah, that's been a big saga again, obviously, going to Forest yeah. kind of out of nowhere a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, did you hear what Jesse Lingard said about when Everton approached him? I did not, but... I'm, so, I'm happy for you to regale me now. <laughs> Apparently, we um, we approached him just to see if he was interested, and yeah. he said that he'd come to us as a last resort. I mean, it's fair. Yeah. The problem is that you, you did also probably approach him in a dark alley, and he felt he felt a bit threatened. Yeah, yeah. We said we sent Big Dunk before uh, before he left. And <laughs> Jesus Christ! If Big Dunk would have dragged him there. <laughs> Have you ever seen the video, just to get back on the, the big dunk glory, have you ever seen the video he sent to a fan uh, about uh, he, he, the, the guy's brother? He was doing his GCSEs and he wasn't necessarily doing so well and he sent a request to Big Dunk to do a video for him. Did you ever see that? No, like, but I can uh, imagine. <laughs> you, you have to look at it. He's like, hello, mate. Yeah, see you. You stop passing about. Yeah, get the fucking results. And then, and then he's like saying he's going to take him for dinner. And then he ended up taking him for dinner <laughs> afterwards. It's a lovely story. But the whole thing was so threatening. Um, it, it's just brilliant. Anyway, not to, get, not to get Aww. too sidetracked. But yeah, so Jesse Lingard <laughs> said Everton as a last resort. Wow. Uh, yeah. But I, I think Apparently, it, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously you don't know how true it is, but that's just like, well, you're going to get a gl- glorious reception if you come to us now, aren't you? Mm, yeah, not so much. It's going to be interesting for him to, to come back to the London Stadium. And I don't think he's going to be welcome. He's not going to be I was going to say, there's going to like, be a bad reception. I right? think he he would have been a little... I think, what's the... the we would have been accepting of him um, coming back. That's fine. But we wouldn't have been like, oh my God, he's back. Yeah. He would have had that last year um, in, in the summer window last year. But... I, I just he lost. He it well. No, he lost so much faith with the West Ham fans. Like, it's it's mm. not gone well for him. And I mean, kudos to him. If you want to go sign two hundred grand a week for Nottingham Forest for mm. a year, then that's fine. Go do that. But don't then come out and say, first of all, West Ham was my first choice, and then you haven't Everton gone. Was my last choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. then you haven't gone. Uh, uh, for money and you're like well you you have that's the only mm. reason you've gone like I mean yeah, just no disrespect yeah no disrespect to Nigel Forest. I mean I'm sure they're going to have a good season next year but it's I mean really like from a personal point of view I kind of want them to go down just so Jesse <laughs> Lingard goes down yeah. just because I just feel like shoving my big middle finger off there and he's going <laughs> fuck you buddy like yeah what you're doing yeah I mean uh, you know I fucking hate Jesse Lingard anyway uh, for <laughs> so many layers of reasons um, but yeah I think it's just strange like I, do you think an element of it because of obviously he went back to Man United for a year and wanted to fight for his place and that's kind of yeah. you know fair enough if you want to do that so yeah. do you feel like because of the position West Ham and in now European football and everything him then picking picking a promoted side over is kind of a an element of that as well. Being like, hang on, we're getting to this status now. Um, not necessarily because I don't feel like it's it's a fair assumption of mm-hmm. 
of where we are and where Nottingham Forest are. I think it's just literally Jesse Lingard and his money situation. Right. West Ham, I think, is smart in the fact of mm-hmm. we're not going to pay you a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, yeah. Like breakaway structures and that kind of yeah. thing. Here's our set goal, uh, like your set wage, and if you're not going to accept it, that's fine. Go somewhere else, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And do you know what? I think well done to West Ham because at least we didn't sit there and just chuck mm. loads of money at him for no particular reason, really. Like, but, I mean, we did really because it was apparently like 24 million over three years or something. Really, we right? Him. But. You still sit there going, that's a lot of money. And he would have been our highest paid player. And to be fair, I'm quite happy he didn't come. <laughs> in, in hindsight, when you when I talk about it that way, I go, good. Because <laughs> you're not going to be the best player, in the world, really, are you? No, you're not. He, he's not in that situation. So, no. Mm, yeah, it's a bit difficult. I mean, you know, if we're going to talk about splashing, splashing the money around, uh, I guess yeah. that's a decent segue to um, something you brought up before about Everton. Um, Helen which is you have spent a lot of money over the years um, and it's not I mean do you see that happening again this year or is it finally time you balance the books and I mean I know there's yeah. a whole ownership saga going on as well If I mean touch on that as much as you want yeah well I don't from what I know we haven't got any money to spend um, our declared losses were, were huge and we had mm-hmm. um, who was it Leeds and um, oh, Leeds! Oh, of course, because they were yeah. trying to campaign because you and were Burnley. And yeah. Burnley, Leeds yeah, and Burnley, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which all got shot down very, very quickly. But obviously, if you're at the point where people are thinking of trying to, you know, sue you and make you open up your books because of your declared losses, yeah. then then it's probably best not to then go and spend lots of money and advocate the fact that you know we we are mm-hmm. financially a little bit screwed. So, um, I honestly don't think we've got anything to spend um, I think the right. the ridiculous amount of money we've spent over the past oh god what's it been now six, ten, seven years maybe ten years ten years since yeah. Machereal has been in isn't mm. it I think now about um, half a billion isn't it yeah, yeah something like that it's um, crazy it's like Barcelona team. yeah on this Everton but yeah precisely <laughs> I think it was it was the season when we brought in um, Sigurdsson less said about in the better Definitely. Um, and um, I can't remember who else was, but there was a load of big signings in that window, wasn't there? Yeah, it was like Michael Keane. And, and we spent, yeah. yeah. And in my head, I was like, yeah, great, great players. Obviously, uh, they, they'd done well previously. And then they were just a cat, weren't they? Um, and we just seem to have got in this rut of, like I said before, buying kind of like husbands that were good. Mm. and then they come to us and um, they're past it and they don't do anything and they don't yeah. play well together I, I, I also feel like you buy people who are 26, 27 you've signed them to four or five year contracts um, which they're yep. never going to leave so there's no yep. sell on to yeah. that either so you're just throwing money away it's it's pretty much what Man United like, have been doing for the last like, we are like twenty the well gra- ten years. The graveyard of Premier League teams at the moment, aren't we? Yeah. We're where players come to die. Yeah, well, there's there's just been so inconsistent. Like I I put your kind of transfer strategy, I guess, because of the managerial changes. It was very akin to like what you see from a promoted side. 
Yeah. But yeah. every year, and yeah. I mean, I've I've managed to pull up the season you mentioned, which was um, 2017-18. Um, according to TransferMarket.com, you spent 182 million in that. Um, Sigurdsson, Keane, Pickford, Davy Clarsen, Theo Walcott, Cenk Tosin, uh, Nikola Vlasic, uh, Henry Onyekuru, and this is what this is now four seasons ago. And apart when, from Pickford, when, none of these people are around now, are they? When you read those players out, you kind of go, "Oh yeah, no, they're all really good players." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that could be I mean, a I decent won't, team. I won't, the... I won't read what you paid for them. Oh. I'll read that part. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> How much did they pay for Vlasic? I want to hear that bit. Who did um, Everton pay for Vasic? Yeah, ten million. Oh, that's quite cheap. Now, mm. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad considering he's still at least in the league still now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been kind of mixed. I mean, it's it's broke a, a couple of hours ago that apparently you've got a deal agreed for Dwight McNeil now as well oh, for twenty million pounds. Okay. How, how do you feel about that, please? Um, not you, Chuck, Helen, because. I I have some views on on Dwight McNeil. So I think Dwight McNeil is one of the most overrated footballers ever to grace this planet. That's um, a that's a strong claim. I, I will I I condone the overratedness. So my thing with him is is he's very skillful, I get it. Correct. Um but if you actually watch how he plays which is grab the ball, either come infield, take about 14 touches, and then go backwards, which is pretty much about 95% of his season mm-hmm. last season. Um, it was just abysmal to watch him last year. He's so frustrating to yeah. watch. If Frank Lampard can get a tune out of him, then fine. Like It's, it's a pump that's worth going for do you know what I mean because I'm guessing he's going to be like 12 20, million 20 million pounds no wouldn't pay that no I mean no. I've I, I had things of him for Palace and I could kind of see potentially of a succession planning or something there were a few people or perhaps deploying, deploying him as like a centre mid but yeah. I think they have I mean Townsend's injured of course but you know if you want someone who's not going to produce you've got him there but um, why, why got, would you go for Dwight McNeil if if Maxwell Corner is cheaper. Oh, because he's actually come out um, and said, yeah, I spoke to Jesse Lingard and Everton are my last resort. As well. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, his, uh, his, re- his uh, what is it? Release clause. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't apply to Everton. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, obviously you've also, I mean, if we're going to talk about Burnley, you've also picked up James Tarkovsky and yeah. uh, Ruben Vinagre or Robin Vinegar. If you're translating yeah. into English. <laughs> Yeah. Um, on loan transfers and, and a free transfer for Tarkovsky. D- do you think that helps things, Helen? We were, we were talking about this before, weren't we? And you yeah. were saying, like, well, why do you need when you've got um, players Terrible in this position? But precisely, our defence last season was horrendous. Like, all you needed to do to score against us was get a set piece and boom, you've got a goal. So if they're all I... not performing, then hmm. surely we need to look at the players. To a degree, I, I agree with you on on the Tarkovsky one, yeah, because you can move Mason Holgate forward and make it, him and Decorey in front. I get that. But the Vinage one, or Vinegar, like, <laughs> I don't get that one. Like, this is what I was saying to you, is, is why go out and... OK, fair enough, it was under a different manager, but Maya Lenko, 
you've got him already, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got in Cuckoo, in, or Niels and Cuckoo, I believe, is your other left back who went out on seat, uh, went out on loan last yep. season. And the year before, he played a couple of games, and both of us were like yeah, watching him right. going, he's going to be good. And then just went away for a year, and you're like, oh, okay, come back. But if you've not mm-hmm. got a lot of money, and isn't that one of the places that you think, well, he will be your backup? And how is Mylanko meant to get experience in the Premier League if you don't yeah. then play him? So you've got a good chance there of getting two young players to get the experience. Fair mm-hmm. enough, it's going to be tough for him because it's a, a depleted Everton team at the moment. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, isn't there better ways to spend that loan money and the wages that you've just spent on mm. a left back that you don't really need? We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you, I mean, Helen, do you think that this may potentially be a reset to then a more joined up thinking type Everton, especially with, you know, you've got your shiny new stadium getting built um down down in liverpool on right on the 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 water there do you see any sort of plan here or is it potentially just going to be history repeating himself except this time you've got no money uh yeah pretty much i reckon uh, that's going to be a shiny new stadium that the championship's really going to enjoy um so yeah i'll be i mean we'll have the nicest stadium in the championship and we'll have more games to play at our shiny new stadium. Oh, about so, that. Sunderland's quite nice. <laughs> will, it bigger, will it be bigger than Sunderland uh, Stadium alike? Probably not. No, no, probably not. It's um, massive. No, I think, I think it's going to be a, a relegation season. Uh, realistically, I don't see... I don't think we've made enough changes and I don't think Magic... Like, Frank Lambert's got a Magic Wands that can put all that together and then on top of that we've sold the only guy that could consistently score goals for us last season so yeah yeah yeah, that's a point I'd like to to bring up so you brought up Richardson um, and selling him for five more than you paid for him or pretty much the same amount of money right and fair enough I know the market fluctuates but like the thing is is I looked at some stats just before this. Here we go. Just to, just to see. So apparently a quarter of the goals of Everton scored last year was him. Yeah. Yep. And then isn't it a third of of all the other goals were him assisting? That sounds about right, yeah. So that's half your goals pretty much. Yeah, but then we did have injuries. Yeah, yeah. A but, lot of injuries. But Calvert-Lewin, fair enough, I get that one. Kangaroo Boy. Kangaroo Boy, I get that. Boy. Other, other than no, that... No, Kangaroo Boy. Oh, Kangaroo Boy. Jumps like a lunatic. But, but other than that, like, who's who's your goal scorers from who's injured last season? Not Czech Sosson, because... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there, for me, there's, there's not really... Anyone who um, has scores for No, them. I think our defenders scored quite a lot. I was going to say, Michael King probably yeah. has more and goals. goals. Than, well, yeah, both goals. ends. Yeah, I think mm. he levelled out by the end of the season. Yeah, he did. Added a couple of red cards. Michael Keane, <laughs> Michael Keane, amongst this parish, anyway, the the miles offside parish is very much not well thought of. Um, 
<laughs> and I'm sure it's the same in your household as well. Um, he's probably a lovely man, but terrible, terrible defender. Um, yes. So, do yeah. you, do, so you, you're consigning yourself to relegation, basically, this year? Yeah, we're, we're going to be in the battle, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think if we... Yeah, if it's not an end-of-day game battle, um, then I think we'll have, have done well to have avoided it by then. Um, I, don't, I don't see how it's going to be anything else for us. So how long does Frank get, do you think? I think they've got to stick with him. Like, we can't keep on like swapping managers. We can't become the new Watford um, and have, you know, how many mm. managers have they had in the last... Like, well, they had three last amount, year. Isn't it? Precisely. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and if we're going to... Like, if, if we're going to start building something and rebuilding and mm. stop the downward fall, you've got to have consistency. And like, just pick someone, stick with them, mm-hmm. and let them actually have a shot and and go for it. So, you know, I I hope that he actually stays because as well at the moment, what better options are there? And I don't think there there are any better options. And who would want to come to us anyway? Yeah, it's also that part. You know, it's yeah. you're probably going to get someone who wants to just prove themselves anyway to potentially bugger off. Elsewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully we'll stick with him. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I also sadly think you're getting relegated. Um, sorry, we were going mate. through before, weren't we? Like, what other teams are going to be down there with us? And I think Leeds are going to struggle. Mm. I think Leicester are going to potentially struggle. Yep. Yeah. Um, Equally, haven't signed a single player. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was talking to my Leicester friends. Yeah, last weekend or the weekend yeah. before, and they were saying that some of the players just they've come back from injury, like Ricardo Pereira and stuff, and just have not looked the same. And, no, no, and, definitely not. And and he's they're like it's it's not just that, do you know what I mean? Like you've got so it's not just the fact that they're coming. Oh, we had injuries last year. It's now they're coming back and they're not the same player. Mm-hmm. And you've also got an aging. Yeah. to them as well with people like Casper Schmeichel I mean he's 35 but he's, he's also he's been sold yeah he's been sold to Nice I believe has it actually gone through yeah Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah so, sorry, and then there's always, you know, because obviously, again, they haven't bought anyone, and the talk is Madison so is Danny, and Tielemans have to get sold before is anything Danny happens. Is Ward their main goalkeeper next year? At the minute, yeah, there's talk of Burnt Leno and. I thought he was Dan Fulham. Yeah, that's still not done. There was someone else as well. Forgive me. Sorry, transfers move quick, don't they? So, yeah. Uh, there was another goalkeeper they were going to go in for potentially. Oh, um, Albert Lafont. Uh, who was at Fiorentina or something? I can't remember. French goalkeeper. Um, similar to yeah. Ariola, like a decent enough keeper. Um, yes. But his name isn't the same as a uh, word for a nipple. Um, <laughs> yes, Ariola is kind of a good segue. There we go. The nipple that binds us all uh, to <laughs> pivot a little bit to West Ham. Um, Aidan, how do you think you're... T- oh, you guys gone? Could you hear me? Yeah. Hello, sorry. No, no, that's no worries. Let me just uh, make a note. 34 minutes. That was a nice segue as well. Drop out. I know. It's all right. I can can save it. I can save it. Love a nipple segue. Who doesn't? Just riding round on them and just tilt and they... Yeah, anyway. No, you know, like the the vehicle (laughs) segue. Just imagine one of them, but a giant nipple. Uh, This will never stay in. 
<laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Everyone. So, <laughs> fuck you. Every time I go to speak, you say yeah, everyone likes a nipple. <laughs> so, Aidan, how are you feeling about uh, West Ham's kind of transfers and then going forward? Because the big one this morning, I guess, is Skamaka um, signing. Yeah. There was a, a wonderful video that was done in the style of Gazetta um, as well. So I yeah. recommend getting on uh, the West Ham Twitter page and watching that. That was beautiful. Oh. Um, yeah, I saw feeling? that. That's amazing. So, yeah, um, it was a bit of a roller coaster that summer because um, you're going to sort of the ups and downs. So, yeah, like the Agurd one to start with, mm-hmm. great signing, really happy with him. Um, I'm mainly going off of, of YouTube clips, obviously. Um, but, um, yeah, he looks like a good playing left yep. centre-back. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of money, though. But, yep. again, I think it's one for the future. And with him and Zuma together, I think we'll look Boo. pretty... <laughs> um, yeah, cat kicker. Um, yeah. Next year will we'll be good once mm. the girl's back. Sadly, three months out is what I've heard. Yeah, had surgery, didn't he? Posted pictures. Yeah. There was kind of news that he was ha- he was going to be injured. Then they said, no, 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 he's fine. And then he posted a picture of himself in a hospital bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's a bit sad. Um, Ariola was was always going to happen. I think it was yeah. just just a matter of time. But again, took forever to get that over the line. Um, and then and then you get Flynn Downs completely out of the blue, which mm. I believe you did all the uh, the hard work on that one. And then we <laughs> just just went, oh oh yeah, just come to us. Yeah, instead. well he had he had met with everything was done basically, and he'd met with us, and he'd even been at the offices and been given like a palace shirt with his name on, apparently, and everything. Um, but he's a massive West Ham fan, and so mm. I think his agent then used that with West Ham, and the, from there it happened like the same day everything yeah. got done, and you signed him. Which I think, I guess, for the future, it, it was kind of one of those ones where we that was like our loss. That was the first time in yeah. recent transfer windows where we've actually lost a target before yeah. with when he was at Ipswich, we tried, um, it wasn't going to happen and he got injured. So we waited and we normally do wait for our transfer targets. We're not bothered about getting them then and there that window. Yeah. And then they'd worked on it for so long. And then West Ham came in and just, that was it. Yeah. But we didn't really stand a chance. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, Sorry for you guys, but at the same time, it's weird seeing it from West Ham's point of view because we don't do things like this. So, again, it's just, it's odd seeing how Newman and and Moisey are going to work together as as this team. So, yeah, and they're quite aggressive this year and I'm quite enjoying it. Um, But, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what what Skamaka does as well. I've I've seen clips only on on YouTube, mm-hmm. so I've seen the best of them, I suppose. Um, but he looks good. Like he looked obviously he's tall, so he can head a ball. But he's not just that. He looks like he can hold up a ball, and he he doesn't. Fair enough. The only thing I would say is he doesn't get any assists. But the only thing mm-hmm. I'd say about that is it's probably pre-assists is what he gets. Yeah, because he's heat match when you look at it is is pretty much on that 
on the centre circle, isn't it? On the, on the attacking half. Right, OK. That's good to he's, know. Is he the one that they've compared to Eden Winder? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's one of his favourite players. Yeah, he's Ibrahimovic. And he, he does play a lot like him in a weird way. He's like, got the attitude to go with it, though. No. <laughs> um, he's actually come out and said that um, he doesn't like the way... Um, is it? I, I don't. He doesn't like the way uh, footballers get treated, um, as in they're just by clubs. That is, um, mm-hmm. they're more used like assets than than humans. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but he seems like a nice guy, um, which you kind of need to be in the West Ham squad. Like you can't. It's true though. You don't have assholes at West Ham anymore. Like all of them get chucked out because that's. Yep. What Moyes wants, he wants. Yeah, this is mm. the one big family, don't they? Yeah. Um, I mean, I hope we get a few more in. Um, I'm not looking forward to if we spend like 30 odd million on Zelensky. Um, I don't need that in my life. Um, Kostic is good for 12 million. But I think I want Onana, is the one I want. Okay, what, the goalkeeper? No, no, um, oh. the um, Lille central midfielder. Right, okay. Um, Onana, I believe it's, it's pronounced. Um, but yeah, he's another six foot five um, defensive midfielder who's right, 20. Um, yeah. Do you think I that's potentially feel... like a, a future proofing Declan Rice situation? I, I personally feel the reason we're going out and spending quite a lot of money I thought about this today is why are we going out and spending money is because next year we'll have that money if you get what I mean yeah right I mean Rice is going Rice is going at the end of next season no matter what happens so if we spend the money now on his replacement then it's already set it's a bit like what Leicester did with well Vardy's going so mm-hmm. let's get Pats and Zacker in. Yep. Like, he's pretty much the same player. But yep. Very, very so, good. I was gutted about that. I wanted him at Palace. Yeah, I wanted him at West Ham mm-hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, it's it seems to be going the right way. He seems to have a plan. Yep. Um, I don't know if he's going to change it up next year because um, we've changed it the last two seasons, like how we play. So. I don't know if it's going to be a third season of changing how we mm-hmm. play and why we got rid of uh, Pierce and brought in Warburton um, uh, just so we can sort of change the way we play a little bit because I think Warburton's more possession-based. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens next year. Where do you think you finish? Where do we think? We'll uh, be up there. I think we'll I think we'll go fifth yeah. next season yeah because I think we're better than Man United yeah um, I mean not yeah. saying much it's what? not it really isn't but I think we're better than Man United Newcastle aren't better than us yet I don't think they've got yep. I don't think they're yet um, Villa are an interesting one but I still don't think they're there yet um, I think they made a big boo-boo by letting their assistant coach going to QPR um, I think he was the brains behind that right okay um, 
and I think we're going to be above Arsenal next season because I think Arsenal won't be able to deal with European football as well as the league because I don't think their squads I still don't think their squads big enough for that yeah, they're getting there, but not quite. Yeah. And okay, but how about because um, you're in the Conference League? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> what do you predict I... with that? It's hard to predict because first of all, I don't even know who's who else is in it. <laughs> um, Villarreal, I think, is the only ones I know who's actually in it so far. But but you'll have confidence from this yeah. year's Europe, won't you? I think we're a solid team, to be fair. Like, yeah. uh, I think we've come to that point where this is year three of of the Moisire and it's <laughs> and and I think people fear us and yeah I don't think we're a nice team to play either yeah. and especially if we get like on and as well yeah we, we're going to be huge like <laughs> we're going to be huge yeah like, Suchek Rice uh, Skamaka yeah all your defenders like, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah Dawson yeah Exactly. Ballon Dawson. Um. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's a bit of a stretch, but... <laughs> um, so, but final? Winning it? I think we can win it. Because you prioritised but... Europe last year. That's kind of why yeah. the league, I think, suffered a bit. Yeah. Rightly so. But I also don't you think, though, that last year we had one striker. Um... For the last three years, you've had one striker. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's been a thousand days since we got signed our last strike. Yeah. yeah. But if you look at it in a weird way, like it's going to be nice that you've got Skamaka and then Antonio, and Antonio can actually rest. Yeah. Like, when was the last time that man had a rest? Like, <laughs> and he didn't help himself by going no. off to Jamaica. Yeah, like, just deciding I'm gonna be I'm gonna represent Jamaica for a while and yeah. travel half the world every six yeah. weeks. It's like, dude, you're already playing like three times a week. Do you really need to add this to your job? Yeah, I don't think so, <laughs> mate. You're 32 years old. Like, it's it's crazy, but at the same time, yeah, it's nice to see that we're actually going to have some some backup. Um, well, don't even know who's going to be the backup. Yeah, or it's well, it's also like you said, it's just a different way to play, isn't it? As well, it's a yeah. different style of player, and yeah. someone perhaps you never know. Maybe Antonio moves out wide sometimes, or yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to put like Antonio on the left, Bowen on the on the right, mm-hmm. Skamaka going through the middle. I mean, I wouldn't want to play against that. No, no. Me neither. Imagine, but imagine coming up against Skamaka and Antonio, like two absolute beasts. Is your forwards like that's You might just be completely eschewing the old thing of big man, little man, and going big man, big man up front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Antonio's quite short. <laughs> yeah, but he's one of the strongest, if not the strongest player in the league. Yeah, he's ridiculously strong. It's mad. Yeah, I think we're a scary force next year. Definitely. But... Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, have have that confidence, especially if you add a few more players in. It just helps, doesn't it? With with yeah. squad levels um, so I couldn't let you go without uh, touching on um, one of my favourite things which is um, tattoo bets <laughs> yeah now I'm assuming over the last couple of years and definitely this season that no bets have been made um, oh, oh and- yes they were my friend 
Well, then how about I'm just going to give you guys completely the floor now to take people through the glorious history of, um. of Aiden and Helen and football-based tattoo bets. <laughs> well, it, it all started in a pub, which is where all the best things start. Correct. Um, the year Leicester mm-hmm. were looking to win the league and we were there with your Leicester mates. Yeah. Um, and... Aiden was adamant that Leicester were going to choke and not win the league. And yep. he was so confident in this that he placed a tattoo bet that if uh, Leicester won the league, you would get a Leicester City tattoo. Yeah. Um, and obviously, as we all know, they did not choke. So no. the first related tattoo that Aiden ever got was not his own team yeah. it was LCFC on his finger he yeah. did at the same time though then get um, the you might cross hammers you cross on the hammers. other side yeah because he couldn't just have Leicester Fair and enough. then this sort of led to Aiden being stupidly cocky for a number oh. of seasons <laughs> when oh. he was convinced that West Ham were the best team in the world when they were not at the time. Now, understandable. Um, and so... Can I just say, though, <laughs> right, we had Pellegrini and I really thought we were going to be the best team in the world. Like, <laughs> I, I really did. And, and I was so wrong. Um, so then I've got... So, yeah, so then from there, we then said, um, he reckoned that West Ham would finish with Everton, so it became a... Well, it started off with that season, didn't it? And yeah. obviously, Everton were actually half decent at the time. So, Everton finished above West Ham. Yeah. And so, you then had to get Everton tattooed yeah. on you. And then, the next season, I said it as a joke, going, oh, let's do the same thing again, not thinking that he would be an absolute idiot and go, <laughs> yeah, fine, let's do the same thing again. Um, and he, um, he, he did. Uh, and so it was, oh, the it first was season wasn't it we were going to have to, have to get Daffy Duck in an Everton shirt yeah. and then the next season was you were going to have to get a light bulb I can't remember why a light bulb yeah. we just decided a light bulb because it was a bright idea oh, oh yeah, bright right idea. Yeah. right um, so then he lost again so he combined the two so he's now got a massive light bulb with Daffy Duck's head and Everton written on it tattooed yeah. on him that's a must die um, and then the next season, I was getting a little bit grumpy, wasn't I? Because I well, no, no, because I'm, st- I'm, I'm still owed one. What? I'm still owed the bar. Yeah, well, we'll go both getting that one. Oh, so okay. the next season, we said because I wanted a tattoo, but at this point, right. Everton were just going to win every every year. So <laughs> I am quite obviously northern, and so Bath is pronounced Bath because there's no R in it. And Aiden is very much southern, so he pronounced it wrongly um, with an right. R in it, uh, which is always a, a point of contention in our yes. house. So we said whoever's team finished above the other one, we would have to either get just a back tattoo or a back with an R in it to, you know, end <laughs> once and for all who uh, could actually pronounce it right. So yeah. we're getting just a back uh, tattoo. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. Then stupidly, thought, still going. I, I got a little bit cocky last season and thought oh, ah, it'll be all right. West West Ham will choke. It'll be okay. Um, so I lost for the first time last season. Yes. So I uh, have to get hammer. 
um, uh, tattooed on me. And if uh, Aiden had lost, then you'd have to get a tattoo yeah. tattooed on you somewhere. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I want to play this season. What's that? You can't you, you spent those years waiting for it and now you've got one so is that it that feels yeah that's it I'm done now yeah tap out yeah. <laughs> do, you want, do you want a tattoo bet this year do I want a tattoo bet yeah um, in what form because I know West Ham aren't finishing a below Palace okay do um, you want to get an FA cut oh can we take um, this off air rather than commit this to uh, some actual no, promise no, where I, I have to, to violate it. my body? <laughs> <laughs> okay, off air, fine. Yeah, let's, let's take this off air because there's definitely third parties involved that would crucify me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, I'd be interested. I mean, I'd, I'd be more likely to take the Everton side of that bet, but you know, let's, see. <laughs> let's see where it is. Um, guys, it's been an absolute bloody pleasure talking to you. Um, catch it up it's been far too long anyway just in general yes, aside yeah. from this um, <laughs> but I'm glad uh, it's it's some decent insight again into West Ham and Everton I hope Helen in some weird way this has been cathartic for you um, no it's just been depressing but thanks <laughs> oh okay well never know I tried um, <laughs> thank you all very much for listening as well and joining us the new season we're so close now um, obviously we're ramping up our podcast and we'll be carrying on every week Join us on Twitter at Miles Offside Pod, or if you're you're feeling a bit flush and you can uh, help us out, patreon.com forward slash Miles Offside Pod. There's all sorts of goodies and extras you can get on there. Um, and maybe one day I'll get to I'll invite you on on something just like this, and we'll we'll get to chat all about football, and you'll listen be listened to by tens of people. Um, thank you very much, and goodbye, everyone. <laughs>